Mike sat in the bed, staring at his right hand at the place where his thumb used to be. Are you feeling okay, Mike? Kathy asked as she crawled into the bed. Looking up from his hand, Mike nodded. Sure, never better. Why? I don't know. Kathy took his hand, turning it toward her, running a finger over the puckered seam. Ever since the accident, you seem different. Unsure of what she meant by that, Mike jerked his hand away to cover the scar. What do you mean, different? Nothing bad. Just, well, happier. Happier? Well, I suppose I feel pretty good. I can't explain. He raised his hand again to the weak light of the bedside lamp. You'd think losing a thumb would have the opposite effect on a guy. Considering how depressed you were about the baby before all of this. Mike cringed at her words. He didn't like it when she mentioned the baby. He was hoping to go one night without talking about it. I suppose I'll have to get used to not having a thumb, he said. I'm so sorry they couldn't put it back, she said. As if they could, he thought. The doctors couldn't even save his son. What chance did his thumb have? He pushed the ugly idea away before he was tempted to say it aloud. Dr. Jenkins said it was completely destroyed, she said. He thought you might have had some kind of seizure. Yeah, you said. I reckon that's why I kept stepping on the press switch. I don't really remember what happened. His gaze returned to his scar. Of course, Kathy didn't know that Mike knew perfectly well what happened. He never told her he remembered pounding the thumb to a pulp as it lay in the basin of the steel press. He remembered because while cutting off his thumb was an accident, destroying it wasn't. He should have been paying full attention to his work and the timing of the machine. But it was difficult to stay focused on work when his mind was clouded with so much sorrow and anger. The inevitable happened. He stepped on the pedal too early, drew back his hands too late, and six inches of steel sliced through skin and bone in one powerful stroke. For a moment, he didn't react. He reached into the machine for a newly formed plate, as he always did, but was unable to get a grip on it. The plate was slippery, warm, and wet. At first, he thought he had severed an oil line, until he caught the sight of blood splattered across the machine. White-hot bands of pain shot through his hand and up his arm, threatening to shut down his brain with the overwhelming feel of it. He stomped on the pedal, but only in reaction. Then he saw it. His thumb, lying in the basin of the press, detached, alone, helpless. Mike stomped on the pedal again, and again, and again as if he could pound his grief and anger away, as if he could bring his son back if he destroyed his own flesh. Kathy's voice drew him from his morbid reverie. I just wanted to tell you that I'm happy you're feeling better, and I wanted to say, just to ask. She paused as if unable to finish the thought. I'm listening, he said. I wanted to tell you to give me some time. I'll come around eventually. Mike put his arm around her and pulled her close. You take all the time you need, sweetheart. I'm just glad to be here with you. She tried to smile at him, but it was only a specter of her former beaming grace. Sliding out from under his arm, she said, I don't know where you found this sudden source of happiness, but if you figure it out, let me know. I sure could use it. Within her desperate plea, a sudden idea arose. 
Maybe my accident fixed my depression. I'm being serious, Michael. I am too. Maybe losing my thumb cured me. I have to admit, Kat, I feel better than I have in years. In spite of everything that's happened in the last few weeks, I feel great. He smiled. Wide. Kathy did not smile. In fact, she looked far from wanting to smile as she huffed with a frustrated sigh. Whatever. She wiggled into place beneath the covers and clicked off her lamp, signaling the end of the conversation. With little else to do, Mike switched off his lamp as well. Good night, Cat. She didn't answer. He wrapped an arm around his wife, only to have her tense under his touch. Please, Mike, she whispered. I need more time.